0: Welcome in Tuesday, November eighth, to another week of Neil Down Podcast. Mason, how we feeling after our teams are both three and six here? Hey, I've
1: said that now I can go into every Sunday not really caring what happens. It, honestly,
0: welcome to the Bears world. It, that looks
1: nice, not have to care.
0: I, you know, welcome. You join the dark side that every, I feel like that's why I'm so invested in fantasy football every year, just because by week 10 bear season's long gone. Yeah.
1: And I wish I would have <laughs> known as how the Packers season would have went. Cause I would have,
0: I, I would have tried to be more invested
1: in my fantasy. You hate to see it. Cause you know, I sold in dynasty. I just drafted poorly and one. I have one team um, and I'm looking at them by four hours a day
0: just to g- give me some happiness. Yeah, I'm I still have uh we both do three leagues and I think I'll make the playoffs in all three but in 5 weeks here you'll probably go down to one. I'm already down to one. <laughs> uh before we kick off waivers and all that good stuff, Mason absolutely blew my mind with a TikTok he just sent me and I just looked at it. so I want to start off the show with that.
1: What,
0: what the TikTok did
1: I just sent you. <laughs>
0: I don't, I, I don't know if you said it an hour ago or what, but I just looked at it. It said, "America has only been around for three lifetimes." Oh yeah. (laughs) And I was like, "Wait, what?" So 1776, you take the, it just, uh, these are old people. So you take a 96 year old man that goes from 1776 to 1872, and then you take another, let's say, 100 year old man from 1872 to 1972, and now you just take a 50 year old person they're in their third lifetime like it just blew and then the first one of the first comments said uh if you're 25 or above you lived for almost 10 percent of america's lifetime like bro (laughs) (laughs) yeah and all those people like they like the in the tiktok or
1: tweet whatever it was um like they had, like they were real people, like this person's and like their date of birth and then their death date. Like it's not just randomly, oh, if you lived 100 years.
0: Right. Like they're actual people. And that was when America was founded. What? what when was Arizona? Like what? <laughs> We've lived through probably 50% of Arizona's lifetime. Right. Well, well, the last state was Hawaii, wasn't it? Oh, I couldn't even tell you. I don't know.
1: No, I, I think Alaska was 49, Hawaii was 50.
0: I'm looking it up right now. <laughs>
1: Last state to be
0: founded was Hawaii, and it was... 1959.
1: Holy shit. To be part, to like, not founded, but, uh, you know, to be a part of the United States. Because it was discovered in 1778.
0: My mom is older than Hawaii.
1: I'm sure she would appreciate if you wouldn't (laughs)
0: say that. What a fucking stat. Again, I
1: don't think you should tell her that.
0: That's all I'm going to be thinking about this episode. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, let's, uh, let's get right into the waivers here. Uh, first part I posted on TikTok earlier today, go look through that if you haven't, but the first one is the quarterback he's at this point, he's only on maybe 25% of waivers, but Justin Fields, he's, if you needed any more conviction on whether or not you should play him and start him, just go watch a quarter of what he did in the dolphins game.
1: Yeah, he is. He is available in the one. I'm, so I am in a fourth league. I, you know, we both are. We don't care about it necessarily because it's free. It's for fun. He is available in that league, so I'm trying to get him. I think I have like twenty four dollars of fab left. Um, so I'm putting all I'm putting all but one dollar in on
0: him. <laughs> Where's that last dollar gonna go? Hey, you never know. What if someone else bids twenty four? Then you're gonna feel like a real idiot. Well, I'm eight and ten in that league, so. Well. So he says eight and ten because we we do two matchups every week. We go against the league median, so he's really yeah. yeah four and five or whatever that comes out to. But yeah, Justin Fields three touchdowns through the air, one on the ground. Go pick him up. Um, Jeff Wilson RB nine on the week. He's splitting carries with uh, uh, Raheem Mostert, and obviously he knows the system. He's getting integrated faster than a lot of these other guys that got traded and coming in. So. I mean, if Yeah, you're, if I was kind of shocked. Backs, wait, like, what? I was shocked that he was used th- like like that in the first game. I mean, honestly, me too. I don't know if – I'm sure the shootout had something to do with it, but they, they obviously got more opportunities than a normal game.
1: Yeah, I mean, they each had – him and Mostert each had nine carries, and, you know, Wilson did more with it than Mo- – or Wilson did more than the Mostert. Mostert just scored, and he saw – um you know three targets compared to two so it it, it was definitely 50 50 but Wilson at least in that game looked better
0: right he did um going into the receivers again I'm assuming he was picked up by most people last week but who knows if Ke- it's Josh Palmer who knows if Keenan Allen is going to be ready for next week Mike Williams is still out for a couple more weeks he saw 10 targets 106 yards clearly the wide receiver one on this team taken for what it's worth without the two leading receivers but I mean, hey, in a PPR format, Ballmer's gonna get you points.
1: Yeah, you know, they it's him and Eckler in that offense. Everett is, you know, he's he's a safe, reliable tight end, but he's not a tight end who's gonna win games and they know that. So and they have to air it out because they like some teams just can't run the ball. So I mean Herbert's throwing the ball I feel like
0: fifty times every game. And I yeah, I don't know if he has to just hand the ball off to Eckler half the time, but whatever works, I guess. Um Micole Hardman. I've been bashing on him all year, but I think back to back weeks. I think he has to be a waiver wire pickup. Wide receiver two, then the bye week, and now wide receiver seven. Uh last week he saw nine target or on Sunday night he saw nine targets, six catches for seventy nine yards. My only reservation about him though is Tony's not really integrated in this offense yet. Hardman could very well be the wide receiver three after that happened, so
1: yeah, Tony didn't play a lot, um, and he still saw two targets. He looks somehow he's mirac- miraculously healthy. Don't know how that happened. Um, <laughs> Did but you see the crazy eyes? I, I saw eyes one on of him? the routes that he caught, and he it, it looked like people humans should not be able to move the way he moves.
0: Right? Do you see the crazy eyes on him in those inter- the locker room interviews? Yeah. Who Who's your favorite player? Yeah. And then he picked. <laughs> Bro doesn't know a single person on the Chiefs besides Mahomes. He
1: had his- yeah, and he's not going <laughs> to anger Mahomes.
0: Right. Uh, and then I had to add this guy on here again just because he had his bye week. People may have forgotten about him, but Greg Dulcich, I don't know if I feel like people didn't pick him up as much just because of the bye week. You know, bench spots are uh, scarce. If you need a streaming tight end, he has three top ten finishes in a row. So.
1: And I want to add a tight end who – we. Everybody was high on to start the year. Everybody wanted him. He was a steal going late, and everybody dropped him. And in the past three weeks or past two weeks, Cole Komet yeah. has been reborn. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, like, I hope so. Just so uh we were – I mean, because uh my wife, Megan, she had drafted – I told her, hey, draft Cole Komet. You know, it was like ninth, tenth round. She's like, I want to go early for a time. I'm like, just wait. This guy's going to be great. And she was like, I told you I wanted a good tight end. He's getting
0: zero points. And she's livid.
1: That and, now she, and now she's like, oh, why'd you make me drop him? You didn't want him. <laughs> so, I mean, he's he's, I know, he's he's always played in almost all the snaps. You know, it's been 90% in all but two games. And those are the first two games. Um, and he's had he has three touchdowns in the last two weeks. I'm sure he's on people's waivers. Go pick him up.
0: Yeah, and these next three matchups: Detroit, Atlanta. Uh, let's who else does he play? Yeah, Detroit, Atlanta, New York, Green Bay. All pretty good matchups. So
1: New York Jets. Just so people know.
0: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Other than that, I wanted to add Wandale, but I'm assuming he's rostered in most leagues. But if not, would you take so rank the three receivers? I or two receivers plus Wandale in order of who you would want, assuming all three of them are available.
1: Um. I'd probably have to go Palmer
0: first. Okay. Yeah, um, I, w- I would agree just because I don't – even if Allen is active, I don't know how much or what percent of the snaps he's going to be playing. I don't know if he gets back to 100% all year. Yeah, and,
1: you know, Mike Williams now has the injury and supposed to be off for like two or three more weeks. And, you know, we've seen both of – you know, not actually Keenan Allen, but Mike Williams, it's kind of been who he is as – you know he's not an injury. He's not a guy who misses like a season. He just misses consistently a couple games here and there, and that injury it could have been a lot worse than what it was. So they're gonna just, they're gonna watch him, monitor him. Uh, Chargers they're playing for the long the long run. They're five and three. They haven't looked great by any means, but they're still five and three. They're playing for the long run. They're not gonna push their star guys, especially Keenan Allen, who is thirty years old to come back early.
0: Right. And then I think we both agree. Then it goes Palmer. Wandale Robinson and then Michael Hardman.
1: Yeah, I just think there's too many, too many miles to feed over there in Kansas City. I mean, Travis Kelsey saw it felt like 20 targets. Right. Um, I think it was what, 16 or 17? Like, th- there's no one that's going to jump up and overtake Kelsey. So you're automatically getting a wide receiver two on a team. Um, and then they got, got, you know, MVS, Juju. It's just too many miles to feed. And McKinnon got a lot of work too. Yeah. I mean, that backfield I'm not touching ever. Yeah, I agree. But we'll yeah. talk about that.
0: All right, let's get into the new games. Uh let's start right with the Dolphins and Bears. If no I didn't think it was gonna be this big of a shootout, but Dolphins thirty five, bears thirty-two. They did the Bears did cover after I was uh bashing, After you bashed on them. After I bashed on them. Uh yeah, uh four and one for me this week, two and three for Mason. So we're at, we're ahead. We still both have losing records, but we're ahead. <laughs> uh yeah fucking two uh two 302 passing yards, three touchdowns. This is normal. This is, has to be normal for him because Waddle and Hill are both top five receivers. So yeah, his
1: last three games, QB 11, QB one, QB four. Um, and he had, you know, the two games he got hurt in, in Buffalo, you was seeing five and they continued him out there. And then he played, you know, a drive against Cincinnati. Um, but Other than that, he had a, he had a QB two finish as well. He's a QB 12 overall with, two games missed and another two essentially missed as well. So you get those guys and you get this, you know, Mike Daniels is doing a great job. He's got to be an every week start, especially when it's a good matchup.
0: Right. I uh, to, touched on Wilson and Mostert a little bit, but nine carries a piece for each of them. Uh, Wilson was more efficient, but Mostert scored. So I feel like this is just how it's going to be now. If, yeah, you have, if you have either of them, they're going to split time. This is this is for sure a true split backfield now. And, and it's a high-powered
1: offense, so you want if you have them, they're going to be decent flex options. I don't know if they'll ever really be able to at least going into the game, be an RB2, a confident RB2. They One could easily finish as a top-five RB on the week. Right. That You can't expect that. You have to be okay with, okay, anywhere from like an RB 13 to, you
0: know, 20 finish. And as I said, I think either of their floors are five points, maybe less on a week, so it yeah, really and so you have to kind
1: of way. go in like if they get an RB two finish, great. But let's just be let's be okay with the flex,
0: right? Uh, Bears offense, they, I mean, Justin Fields breaking Michael Vick's record on the ground, one hundred and seventy eight rushing yards. It helped that he had a sixty one yard breakaway touchdown, but just that's just insane.
1: I yeah, it's
0: I mean, it it scares me for
1: Montgomery and Herbert because uh, I mean Montgomery had fourteen carries, Herbert seven. And they've always said Montgomery's kind of our guy. Um, Herbert averaged more yards per carry, but your quarterback's getting 15 carries, which again, some of those are just uh, eluding sacks and, you know, getting away and making plays, but 178 yards, 15 carries. He's obviously not going to average that, but he's probably going to average 70 rushing yards the rest of the season, a game, maybe 80, 90. Yeah. Like that's just yards that they're not getting and plays that aren't getting developed to them. Like, there, I'm posting our, you know, my TikTok, you know, later today for panic, you know, and Montgomery's on there just because he only has one game over over 70 rushing yards this year. And it was week two against the Packers, who can't stop the run. Um, and they are a explosive running offense and they are gonna be in shootouts, but I just don't see Montgomery being what we've seen him be towards the end of the, each season the past two years.
0: Right. Montgomery's always been, you know, uh, he's never been in that RB1 range. He's always been a solid RB2, but he's kind of, he he reminds me of what Miles Sanders was last year. He's not getting that as much goal line work because you have, you know, a Jalen Hurts type runner around the goal line now. And I feel like the packages have opened up so much. You don't have to, you know, run the I formation ground to pound with Montgomery at the goal line. So, it it's really hurting him. And obviously the numbers show is RB or yeah, RB 38, RB 33. The last two weeks, he got 15 attempts and 14 attempts but he's just not, he, he needs the touchdown to be fantasy relevant most weeks now.
1: Yeah. And I think this is really going to affect what, what happens with him in the off season. I kind of think that he's going to be gone now just because F- I, I fields and they, they're going to have to change. They're, they're not going to be able to have Fields do this, have to have them do it every single game. They need to get a passing attack for them to have – a for Fields and the Bears to be good for years to come. Right. I can't just think about the short term. We've seen – and this was kind of – you know, I texted you. I want to kind of talk about the Bears um, and the fans. The fans need to go to <laughs> get a reality check. Um, I know you guys are excited. You guys haven't had, you know, a quarterback who – at this level of a talent, I had said – when he was coming out that he should be the second quarterback taken, for some reason, the analysts and coaches thought this random BYU mom cougar lover and this <laughs> almost D2 quarterback Trey Lance were better than him. It didn't it made zero sense. So when they drafted him, I was like, fuck, they got a quarterback because he's very good. Yeah. But, I was, yeah.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. I was I was with you when you drafted him. I'm like, shit. I could not. Be- as soon as the Niners took Trey Lance, I I went from like a two percent chance. Hopeful we were getting mm-hmm. Justin Fields to like still like a twenty percent chance because this Cause you guys I'd were pick- at like what sixteen or eighteen that year. We pick eleven. We took. Well, you, you yeah. traded for him. We oh yeah yeah we so we traded up to pick eleven when the Panthers took J C Horn at eight or nine. Th- that was really the last team that really needed a quarterback mm-hmm. i was like holy shit this is happening like and then like, once you guys did trade you're like we got fields i'm like oh it's, it was a hilarious we we are we saw the orange, the giants go on the bottom of the screen and then trade alert and then the orange came up and i was like oh my god that's the bears <laughs> and then the bears came up and then they cut to an empty justin fields living room i lost it you you did <laughs> and yeah so You know, you know,
1: I like Fields coming out. He was the second-ranked quarterback in high school in that class behind Trevor Lawrence. He did literally nothing to say he shouldn't be taken as the second overall pick. Right. Like he went to a, a national championship game. He was the Big Ten Player of the Year for like two years. Like he did nothing not to be in the top three. Um. So I get Bears fans are excited. You're seeing an offense that you haven't seen before. I get it. I get the excitement, but. What the Bears need to do is not is to not necessarily follow what the Ravens did in Lamar Jackson. Uh, they need to do what the, Bail- the the Bills did in Josh Allen, that is get him offensive line help, get him receivers. Because if you look at the running quarterbacks, you look at you know Colin Kaepernick didn't last part of that you know off the field issues, but when he was towards the end of his career, he wasn't doing anything because he teams figured it him out. Lamar you know we're seeing Baltimore not give him a, a, a big contract it's because he's a running quarterback who hasn't fully grasped passing making those passes and winning games by passing and running quarterbacks get hurt we saw Lamar get hurt last year I looked at kind of Cam Newen's stats and what happened he played until he was about 29 30 which is you know you know any you know 10 years in the NFL that's great by any means but he kind of fell off after that Super Bowl Um, because he couldn't, he never, he developed a deep ball, but he never had touch, so he couldn't complete those short passes. And now we see Josh Allen. We saw what he couldn't do anything in the passing game. What they do, they got him Stephon Diggs. They got an offensive line around him, and they brought him now as a top three quarterback, if not top one. You know, maybe maybe Mahomes is one still. So that's what the Bears need to do. They got their guy that they believe in. Now they need to be smart about it, and that's not going to be rushing him 15 times a game,
0: right? Um, it, I, and I, I know Claypool is no Stefan Diggs by any means, but it's showing it, even just getting Claypool, it right? Shows that we're committed and we're trying to get him weapons. If we take a first round receiver next year, we're set. We have a solid and in, in a first round receiver, Mooney and Claypool, we have a solid receiving core. Could be set. You never,
1: I mean, you, you hope a first round guy you hope is literally a star. That's why you draft him, you don't draft. Right. You try and not draft, to obviously, projects. Um, so, yeah, you hope you have a start.
0: And we got Nikhil um, Harry, too, former first round pick. <laughs> you you but, lost me there. But, yeah, um, I, I, I totally agree. We need offensive line help. Yes. He, he's scram. Part of the reason he has 15 carries a game, it feels like, is he's scrambling so much he doesn't have fucking time to throw the ball. Exactly. And, like, so, like, not all
1: of his 15 carries are design runs. I'd probably say it's half and half. It really is. Um, and, you know, and then just, uh, you know, on the bears again, that like you guys are, I get you're celebrating cause fields is looking good <laughs> like defense too. I know. <laughs> like you guys can run the ball on anyone, but you can't stop anyone. Like, it's, they're fun the rest, games. You know, I'm hoping – I hope this Sunday against Lions is just a 50-55 to 55 game. Like, make it
0: fun. I'll be there. I hope so. The rest of the fair season it's the last thing I'll touch on. It's going to be fun because they're going to be in tons of shootouts because their defense is ass. The and defense. that's right. And we didn't yeah. touch on Darnell Mooney yet, but he, Mooney is a solid flex play going forward every single week now. He, I'm convinced.
1: Yep. I mean, he, he's always been their target leader. Um, they're starting to get um geez, fields into better <laughs> passing situations where he's being more efficient with what he's doing with the ball. It's just not exploding. They're not hitting on the deep balls yet but you know Mooney seven for 43 yeah, that's not good, but he got he got in the end zone without right. you know and they're gonna be a, a high spot offense it looks like. Um, You know, it helped out. You know, Miami doesn't have a good – doesn't have a good defense, but they did well against the Cowboys. They obviously beat the Patriots. Um, So you kind of want maybe one of those pass catchers, you know, Comet five for 41 and two, killed it. He's not going to average that, but he's going to see more, vo- more volume. And, you know, Claypool's kind of like a I- – I view the Bears as a very poor man's Buffalo Bills. You have Josh Allen versus Fields. And your wide receiver one digs to Mooney. Your wide receiver two is a deep ball, home run hitter, Davis to Claypool. That's kind of right. how I view them. Um, and going forward, I'm not saying they're going to be the Bills, but that's what they look like they can be. So they 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 seem to start building, and you want pieces in that offense,
0: right? All right, we need to move on here. <laughs> we could talk about our our teams all day, but uh... yeah. Chargers 27 to Falcons 17. We thought the charge. I, I get the Falcons are division leaders, but the, were division leaders, were, were division leaders, but you would have hoped the Chargers were going to come out and be the Chargers. Everyone thought was they were going to be in the offseason. But Justin Herbert, I don't think he's an every week starter at this point. You know, this week 14 points. He's only uh, he only has over 20 fantasy points in four of his nine games. That's not what you drafted him to be. So, Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm nervous uh, about Justin Herbert going forward here.
1: Yeah, the Atlanta Falcons were the going into it. I think the bottom two or bottom three, and they had a great performance. You know, feel or God, now I'm stuck on fields. Herbert (laughs) was one of the worst fantasy quarterbacks this year. Was a big or this week was a big dud. I get he was missing two of his weapons, but honestly, until they come back, I don't know if I play play him just because he is missing weapons and. He has to live off of the dump offs. So they play the Niners this next week. I'm not playing Herbert. No, I wouldn't either. Hint, hint. That's a sit of the week for me.
0: Whoa! All right. Um, Austin Eckler. We knew what he was going to do with these receivers out. 14 for 47 and one, and then seven for 24 and one through the i on <laughs> freaking nine targets. Yeah, I mean the yards are completely garbage on 21 targets, but he scored two
1: times, so it made up for it.
0: I uh, touched on Josh Palmer already eight for one Oh six. If he's on your waivers, go grab him. Uh, butter fingers, Gerald Everett, five for 36. He's, I was watching red zone. It felt like almost every drive, somebody had a bad drop or a bad tip. Oh yeah. Inception. Herbert,
1: I, Her- Herbert would have had probably a top 10 finish. If his guys could catch the damn ball. Right. But
0: yeah. Uh, other side of the ball. One of my starts of the week, Tyler Algier, we were still riding with them. Uh, even though Cordero was back 10 for 99, he did break off that long 44-yard run. Uh, but Cordell coming back 13 for 44-2, he's an every-week start coming right back into this lineup.
1: Yeah, kind of just pooped on Algier. Like, Algier did all the work to get him down there. And then he's know one-yard rushing touchdown, four-yard. I'm like, come yeah, on. Yeah,
0: that reminds me of what Swift and Jamal Williams do.
1: It really did. And <laughs> he, so you just hope that – I mean, Algier was still a good play because he did have the one catch for 24 yards. It's really sad when 24 yards is your second leading receiver. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, El, El, I'm not going to say Algier is going to be a, a start every week just because Cordero is back. But I think he could be kind of like a, J- a Jamal Williams where he could be, you know, a, a good flex option just because Cordero's 33 years old. You know, it, it it gets they get banged up and they play Carolina, who they went nuclear, then Chicago, Washington, Pitt. Like, those are four <laughs> games where Algier could be value.
0: He could. Uh and then Kyle Pitts, it's nice to see him get seven targets, but Mariota missed a wide open touchdown. He could have been the tight end one, arguably, on this week. If you yeah. if behind Kelsey, if he would have hit that.
1: For redrafts, you're just you're just hoping that he does something, just seven points. For Dynasty, you're really hoping Atlanta drafts a quarterback. Because you yep. can't have this again for next year, or else he's gonna be almost tradable. Well, which don't... is crazy because he's still in like 23 but it's just hard to see a guy you took you know in the first round if you did a, a startup this year and him not even being a tight end one like the
0: top 12 tight end right yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what you do with uh pits next year because you you got him so we'll we'll see yeah time will tell are you hoping for a Desmond Ritter at some point? Just I mean, any switch-up? Any switch-up, yeah. I'm not saying Desmond <laughs> Ritter's is the answer, but oh, right. he's going to throw
1: – I would again, I'm not going to say he's going to throw it for 129 yards or more, but again, you would hope so.
0: Um, But anything is better than this. Right. Uh, Bengals 42, Panthers 21. The score is way closer than the game was. Yeah, and it
1: whoa. was 42-7 <laughs> going into the fourth quarter.
0: And if Terrace Marshall didn't get that late touchdown, everybody on this Panthers team totally busted. Both yeah. quarterbacks, Baker came in to replace B.J. Walker. Baker looked fine, but what what are you going to do? You have to throw the ball when you go down 35-0.
1: Right, and that's why I'm not hitting the panic on Deontay Foreman. Um, they were down the entire – they were literally down 35-0 at half. They can not yeah. run the ball. Um, right. He only had seven carries. He averaged a little over three. Um so take this even you know next week they play Atlanta. That's when he had his boom week last week. Um I'm still keeping him. Don't panic if you traded for him last week off of a high, keep him, don't panic.
0: Uh and then Terrence Marshall, I didn't want to add him to the waivers just because he is only getting 2 to 4 catches a game. He has two good weeks in a row. He got his first uh score this week, but if you have other options you might want to play him this week.
1: Yeah, and now DJ Moore had a came back down to earth and Baker's the quarterback next week so take take do what you want with
0: that news. Uh Burrow had an average game but it all went to Mixon. So Burrow didn't yeah. gonna do anything. Yeah, it, Burrow had one touchdown and went to Mixon. Joe Joe Mixon 22 carries, 153 yards, four touchdowns on the ground, four catches, 58 yards, one touchdown on five targets. Well, I feel like that this is way this is I feel like why Joe Mixon ends up in the top ten every year. Top five maybe. He this game alone will put him into the top five.
1: He's top four he's R B four right now. Exactly. So which he was he only had three games out of an RB two. Other than that, he was nine, nineteen, thirteen, thirteen, twelve. Like he just didn't have a boom week because he wasn't scoring. And right. so all touchdowns
0: came Sunday. Right. Higgins 7 for 60, Tyler Boyd 5 for 44. I feel – I mean, no pass catcher, again, had a great game just because it all went to Mixon and they didn't need to throw the ball at all in the second half. So, as long as Jamar Chase is out, I'm still playing Higgins. I'm still playing Boyd.
1: Yeah, I mean, even with – you're playing Boyd. I think no matter what, you're going to play Higgins
0: even when Chase comes back. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. Once Chase comes back, Boyd isn't – eh. Yeah. Okay uh let's get to your game here 15 to 9 we got a barn burner in detroit the lions taking down the packers Woof, rogers three two red zone interceptions three overall you want to touch on mr rogers at all
1: yeah i mean he was my start of the week he threw for almost 300 yards you love to see that uh for fantasy relevance and the three intercept interceptions were just bad throw like they were not rogers throws one hit the guy in the, in the helmet low right ball. other one for some reason matt Lafleur's dialing up uh, a <laughs> fucking trick play to your hurt left tackle
0: on fourth down
1: on fourth down let's not give the ball aaron jones did not get the ball once on those on those four plays
0: yikes it makes zero sense so
1: let's give it to our left tackle who is super healthy eh, no he got hurt um so, that one was just a poorly underthrown ball, and then he was a little behind on uh, Tunyon. It's literally probably a total of a foot. No, that the one by Bakhtiaga is really far off. But It was. A total of a foot, maybe two feet, where it's three touchdowns and one pick. And then he looks like it's back to normal when we win. But it's not what happened. Um, yeah, the, the blame is definitely on Rodgers and Matt LaFleur this week. The defense played a good game. Uh, 15 points you can't really ask for better no uh, they, only one turnover that kind of sucks they had a couple opportunities just couldn't grab it um but it, it's it just comes to the point again what is Lafleur doing with his play calling aaron jones is only averaging 12 carries a
0: game 12 carries a game it, yeah when in a game when you have aaron Rodgers type quarterback who doesn't run the ball has the most yards, and you guys have two good running backs. There's that's a problem,
1: yeah. And, and maybe the lines were just stopping the run, it just wasn't working that week, that game. That's fine, but you still just do it. Like you saw what happened against Buffalo, a far better defense in every sh- way, shape, or form. And we were able to torch them. It, it's all it takes for Jones. Dylan is not going to be a one hit guy, like he's not going to one that he's not a guy that's going to break off a 60 yarder, he's a guy that's just going to wear you down. Average three to four yards of carry. Aaron Jones is a guy who's going to break one. Like, that's all it takes. And yeah. it, it, it's just s- sickening <laughs> when He's got you no don't words give the ball team. to <laughs> your best player. Yeah. Like, that's it makes great. zero sense. Why are we throwing it to Sammy Watkins on the last play of the game? After he... Lazard has made play after play. The um, Guara has been was at least a safety net. Uh Turi just made the play before that. I'm not saying Turi is a better guy than um Sammy Watkins, but he at least just made a play. Right. It it, it made zero sense. It <laughs> sucks when you lose eight starters in a game. Like it's tough to win, but yeah, you know, that that's you know that's just an ex- that's a, it's not an excuse because injuries can't actually sway a game, but it, it's now the point where. There's no hope for making the playoffs. We might not even
0: win these next three games. I was going to say, you guys you guys are still in the hunt for a wild card, but the division, there's a 99.9% chance the Vikings are winning the division
1: now. Yeah, we have Dallas, who are, I believe opened up as four or five-point favorites in Green Bay. Yeah, Tennessee, who... I have a little more hope in that game because they can't throw the ball, but they also – we also can't
0: stop the run. And then we're in Philly. No, thank you. Uh, the receivers, though, Dobbs went down one of the first plays of the game. You hate to see that, but for Alan Lazard, he's an every week starter at this point now.
1: Yeah, he was a yard short of having two touchdowns. Um, yeah. and that You know, he already did in a full-point PPR. He got you, uh, you know, almost 20 points. I mean, he he's an every week start. He's the only guy Rogers trusts. He doubled everyone else in targets. Um jones you're still playing dylan you're not hell no dylan can't even
0: punch it in from the one yard line no and jones if jones was out like if jones
1: did get hurt they're expecting him to play this week but if jones would have been out then dylan's a play right but that's not the case
0: uh let's go to the other side of the ball jamal williams this year so this game 24 for 81 on the ground uh, and then he wasn't targeted this game, but over his first uh, first half of the season, he's averaging 15 fantasy points, 68 yards. He's only on the field for averaging 42% of snaps. I feel like at this rate, we don't know what the health is going to look like for DeAndre Swift at this point, but Williams is in, in deeper leagues, maybe even one flex leagues. Jamal Williams is in your lineups. He's a flex player. He's the RB 13. And Yeah. Being in the first couple of games,
1: like he, yes, he got his most probably carries of the season, but Swift had said he's he's gonna be banged up the whole season, right? And he got two carries and four targets, six opportunities. I'm not banking on that. He's I know, um, Campbell came out saying, yeah, we want to Swift a little bit, use him a little bit more this week. What does that mean? Ten to twelve opportunities? Like no, Jamal Williams is the guy. Right now, going forward, until you see Swift get eighty percent of the opportunities,
0: which I don't think that will happen this year. I don't know. There's, the most he's been on the field was Week One. He took sixty-seven percent of snaps, but then and he had eighteen opportunities. After that, he only had ten opportunities, eleven opportunities. It, this it's just not what you want your RV one you draft in the second round to be. So. I, I don't know if I'm starting Swift next week, to be honest. He might be in my sits of the week. It, you know, it's tough because it's such a juicy matchup. It is. But you just don't
1: – unless the coaches come out and say, you know, I know they've already come out, like, yeah, we want to use him a little bit more. Unless something kind of pers- pushes it where, you know, we're going to use him, you know, they're not going to go out and say, yeah, he's going to get 40% snaps. Because then I would. If he's anywhere 40% or above snap percentage, He's a guy kind of like Aaron Jones. Doesn't need a lot of opportunities to boom. He got tackled at one yard line. If he scores, you're happy with it,
0: right? So, That's true.
1: I think it is. I don't know. I think. I think this week, as of right now, I would play Swift just because the matchup is so nice. Okay. But I'm I'm not watching the game.
0: Well, I have no choice but to watch that game. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, and then Amon didn't get in the end zone. Four for 55, though. He's still an every week starter. They got nobody else to throw the ball to.
1: Yeah, it was kind of disappointing. I had him in DraftKings. I thought he was going to boom. But, hey, Packers passing defense, they, it is really good. So, it kind of is moving forward. You know, maybe steer away from, you know, guys who are playing. Like, CeeDee Lamb, you're obviously playing them, but have your expectations lower.
0: Right. 26-3, uh, to three, Patriots just destroyed the Colts. Uh, at this point going forward, I'm not confident. I want to play anybody on the cold side of the ball. Uh, Taylor still hurt. Michael Pittman only got three catches last week. It's truly What is the true ceiling for these pass catchers? Now that Sam Ellinger's the quarterback and now they just hired Jeff Saturday who has zero coaching experience in the NFL or college. I, I saw,
1: <laughs> I don't think this was true. I really didn't look or do any like research I saw a tweet. I really hope it is true. Jeff Saturday was three and six coaching high school football last year. I, I saw that too. <laughs> again, I don't I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, but yeah, I, I I have no idea. Pittman, he's he saw six targets, but again, they're coming from Sam Ellinger. Yeah, so not good targets, but no. all all he needs, he's he's such a freak of an athlete that you hope he he has to make the play on his own like that's all he's gonna have to make it make the catch and make two guys miss
0: yeah i mean he's got the sam ellinger's got vegas next week so that's a great matchup it is so like that's
1: why i'm like okay Pittman is gonna be playing next week because of like the matchup but you know if they you know when they play a tough matchup Pittman might be dropped onto a flex or on the bench and I
0: take a, a Palmer for sure. Right. Uh, and then yeah, Johnson Taylor didn't play this game, but once he comes back, I think you'd have to he's he's not gonna live up to the RB1 you drafted him to be, that's for sure this year.
1: No, and Alex Pier and Alec Pierce, you can't honestly you
0: can't play him anymore. Nope. Uh, other side of the ball, Ramondre Stevenson 15 for 60 on the ground and the three for 10 and a score through the air. Uh, the score really saved his day, but I feel like the Patriots didn't need to do much. It was basically their defense and game <laughs> managing the whole fucking game.
1: Yeah, and in in a half point, Ramondre finished as the RB11 with you know, 70 total yards. Again, touchdown maybe you on the day. But his last four games, Ramondre, uh, Ramondre has been a top 11 running back.
0: Yeah, he's he's for sure locked. I've been in him in two of my three leagues. He's locked and loaded, solidified starter every week.
1: Yeah, and I think the only other Patriot that you can play is Jacoby. Five and forty-two. It's not what you you know really hope for, but nine point two. it's not bad, especially when there are six teams on by.
0: Right. Uh. Yeah. The Jets upset the fucking Bills. I feel like we're getting so many wild upsets this year. I know the Jets had a five and three record, but nobody expected them to beat the Bills. N- no, it, it, because of who was at their quarterback. Like if they had a top 15
1: quarterback.
0: I say we would look at them very differently. Yeah. People would put respect on the jets name, but I still don't look at the jets and you could throw the giants in there too. If you want, I don't look at either New York team as real contenders this year. Again, because if they had a top, neither of them have a quarterback. <laughs> right. Like I had joked to you. I'm like the, the jets should just trade for Aaron
1: Rodgers. at like, yes, Aaron Rodgers has not played up to his standard, but if the Jets got Aaron Rodgers, if they made that trade at the trade deadline, they might be the AFC is tough, but they'd probably be the third team in the AFC behind Bills yeah. and Chiefs.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's start with Josh Allen. He had some bad interceptions, but he was still the QB three on the week.
1: That's because he ran for eighty six and two tutties.
0: Well, still, I feel like what what really is his floor? He only has one finish outside the top five. No, outside the top ten. Okay. GB, GB against the Packers, he was a QB eleven. I I okay, but my stat sounded better. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's wrong. And but no, still, we, he has we not right.
1: finished outside of a QB one finish. Right
0: there, you go. single uh, Singletary eight for twenty four. That's a big bust. Uh, four for twenty four through the air though, he's fine. That's pretty much what you're getting from Singletary every single week if you put him in the lineup. So, uh, and then Diggs. Five for 93. Nobody scored a pet, uh, receiving touchdown. Davis, two for 33. Davis is having more uh, down weeks than up weeks than the, than we thought this year.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, the, the Jets' passing defense is a legitimate it, – it's legit. You, can't, you have to watch on who you're playing, with, like what receivers you're playing. Yep. Obviously, Diggs you're playing, but a Gabe Davis, you know, moving forward – He needs to score. He's not a guy who's going to get you eight for a hundred. He's going to get you three for a hundred and one. That's just how his game is right now. So going into the matchups, if it's a top 10 defense, you might want to stay clear because it's not, nothing's guaranteed for him. Like I think his height, he's on pace. I heard on, on the fantasy footballers who, who have, you know, we use their, we use their tools and websites for all of our data. Um, he's on pace, for like 98 targets, but like 38, 42 catches. Not great. That's not, it's not what you thought was going to happen. But again, because of his touchdowns, he's relevant.
0: Right. Uh, other side of the ball, Michael Carter, 12 carries, James Robinson, Robinson, 13 carries. Uh, Carter was more efficient, averaging 6.3 uh, yards on the ground. And he got in the end zone, uh, I truly have no clue what to do with this backfield anymore.
1: Yeah. Robinson did get a passing touchdown. He two catches for five yards and a touchdown. It's going to be 50, 50. Um, It's nice to see uh, Carter at least look as good against a Bill's defense who the last few games haven't been able to stop the run, Um, you know, and moving forward, uh, I'm trying to see who the jets play come these next couple of weeks, but moving forward, it's going to be probably 60 40, and I think you can trust Carter more. But oh, yeah, we hated their Patriots this week. So,
0: no, they got a bye week this week, and then Patriots
1: Bye, Patriots, but then they got the Bears. So, you know, I think that would be a week that
0: you can play both of them. Yeah, I mean, you're waiting three weeks, so there's, right. There's I mean, I, I would
1: definitely keep point. Michael Carter because yeah. if you look at their, you know, fantasy playoffs, it goes Jags. Uh um Lions, Jags, Seahawks. That's juicy. That's why Brees Hall was loved for fantasy because it was the end of the year. Um, so I think you 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 keep Carter.
0: Uh and then Garrett Wilson, he's a solid flex play at this point now.
1: Yeah, he was a sit for me, which obviously I was wrong. Eight for ninety two. Um, so full point PPR. He, you know, 18 points roughly 17.2 technically. Um I didn't know. Again, just because of the matchup, Zach Wilson is just garbage. But he's the only ball. He's the only guy that's getting targets.
0: I mean, yeah, I said Elijah Moore. He, he's the he's the motion man at this point. That's all he is. <laughs> I don't know why the Jets <laughs> just didn't trade him. If this is what they're gonna do, like is this is this punishment? I don't. Yeah, I don't know what he
1: did, but <laughs> well, because he he bashed Wilson, he demanded the trade. Like, <sighs> yeah, I guess I, I don't know. It has to be. But you should have at least traded him to get a second-round pick if you're not even going to use the dude. Like, he didn't have a single target.
0: Right. Yikes. Uh, yeah, I mean, Elijah Moore should be on waivers everywhere, and he's, he's too talented of a receiver not to be used, so we'll see if it picks up. Zach Wilson came out and said today, actually, that he wants to get get him the ball more, so we'll see. Well, any te- technically, anything is more. That could be one <laughs> target. All right. Uh next matchup, uh we didn't make a bet, but Kirk Cousins QB eleven on the week, Aaron Rodgers QB thirteen on the week. Vikings won twenty to seventeen after being down by double digits in the fourth quarter. Um, I, don't, uh, it, I, I
1: texted I don't know if I texted was it you or I might have. Vikings are losing. If Packers can somehow pull this win out, six and two to four and five, like it's still a two and a half game difference, but it's it's somewhat make upable. You know, the Vikings they play the Bills coming up um so obviously a tough matchup and uh it was something that i was looking great for and then the exact opposite happened
0: right uh but kirk Cousins just an average game uh dalvin cook 17 for 47 on the ground uh two for nine and he saved his day with a score through the air uh justin jefferson he hasn't scored since week one he scored again in week nine seven for 115 and one touchdown uh this is this is what you needed from jefferson
1: yeah. I mean, which you, you, he finally scored, but without those touchdowns, he had still had a top two, a top four, and then 17, 22 finish. Like he wasn't right. killing you. He just wasn't booming like you wanted. Um, but all of that really came in the first half and then kind of like, I think in, in the next game we'll talk about, you were like, okay, like he's already cooking in the first half. What's he going to do the rest? And yeah, I mean, you're obviously not mad about his finish. Again, he was the wide receiver four on the week. Um, but how about TJ Hawkinson?
0: Yeah, nine for 70 on nine targets.
1: I, every, I, every week starter for sure. I will toot my own horn and I would say I would start him out of all the guys who got traded, he'd be the only one that I would trust. Yeah. I didn't expect him to do this, but
0: very nice to see. It is. And then Thielen, three for sixty-seven, nine points in a nine point seven points in a PPR pretty much what you expect from that it's a
1: fine flex play you're not mad if you got that on your bench so yeah he's he's a good streamable guy with good matchups
0: uh other side of the ball brian i'm not not gonna talk about heineke because he's not fancy relevant but brian robinson 13 for 44 on the ground he's not used in the he was technically he was using the passing game two catches for negative six yards but antonio gibson 11 carries 36 yards Two for eleven through the air. Neither had great days, but we thought Antonio Gibson was going to get the bulk of the passing work since uh, J.D. McKissick was out. Neither one really did anything. So if you played no, they, either of them, they, they
1: both busted. And this backfield's just so hard to figure out what to do with because you see Brian Robinson, and then you hop on his on, on the Brian Robinson train. And then you hop on the Gibson train. And now you don't want to be on any of the trains. Take a fucking plane this time.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, talking about hard backfields to take freaking manage. What about this receiving core? <laughs> Curtis Samuel, three. <laughs> Curtis I Samuel I finished... to say to play Samuel this week. I <laughs> will say that. He only got three catches, but he had 65 and a score on four targets. McLaurin <laughs> had nine targets. He only had five catches for 56 yards and no scores. So, if you played either of them, they were fine, but. It's a toss-up. Who's gonna to be the wide receiver one each week?
1: I mean, I'm gonna trust McLaurin just because of the talent, uh the talent is just better and he sees more opportunity every single week. But it just hurts when he doesn't get a touchdown or someone else does besides Gibson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think moving forward, McLaurin, you're starting him, you're seeing that you know, Heineke does like McLaurin a lot. And Curtis, again, if there are a lot of bye weeks, if it's a great matchup, he's not a bad flex.
0: Uh, Raiders lost again to, uh, the again, Jackson. if
1: they would just play, if the games would end in the first half, I think they're almost undefeated.
0: Well, congrats. <laughs> just, just like the Packers have a banner hanging up for almost getting players. Hey, it's all, it's the little things in life over there. 27 to 20 Jacksonville takes the dub. Uh, Derek Carr looked like he was out for a QB one finish in the first half, but at the end of the day with two fifty-nine and two touchdowns, uh, we'll couple that with Devonte Adams, ten catches for 146 yards and two touchdowns, seventeen targets. It, I feel like that all came in the first half. It did. He did not. I think he had one catch in the second half, and that was it. Yeah, I don't know what. what see, why do you stop? Did, why do you stop throwing the ball to Devonte Adams? I don't care if he was double covered. He was making plays. You were up twenty to ten at halftime. Things were working. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, it it truly does not make sense. Uh, I think we're just seeing Mike McDaniel or God, not um,
0: Josh McDaniel. Josh
1: McDaniel's is just a bad coach. He could be like Put him back to uh Foxborough. Honestly, like this is the third time. Like it's not all just on him, but when it, when you give up that many three games that they've been up by tw- at least what seventeen or twenty points in the first half. That they've lost in one game. That is that's all coaching.
0: Right? Yeah. That that that's that that's on. You can't do that. He'll get fired at the end of the year. Yeah.
1: I mean, Adams had the wide receiver one finish. He it was nice to see after he had the wide receiver ninety eight finish last week. So right. Um, he's currently wide receiver six and a half point PPR right now. Uh, this is what he can do, and he did it in a half like. There's no need ever to panic for Devontae. They play the Colts through so Gandhi. It's
0: a tough matchup for receivers. It doesn't matter. Uh, and then Josh Jacobs, he's RB seven on the year. He's getting too much, too many opportunities to ever sit him. So keep playing him. Uh other side of the ball. Thought it was gonna be a better streaming day for Trevor Lawrence, but he only threw the he only threw one passing touchdown, two hundred and thirty-five yards. So it's Eight. really just Go, go ahead. I was gonna say, he one? did help just on the ground, you
1: know, 53 carries. He was the QB 12. 53 yards. <laughs> what?
0: He said 53 carries.
1: Oh, 53 <laughs> yards, yeah. He was the QB 12 on the week. He's a QB 9 overall. Um, they got that's Kansas City next week. That's, you know, it's a that's a team that puts up a lot of points. They're going to have to throw it. I think, again, Lawrence could be a good stream. I don't know how many teams um, are on bye next week. Uh, I think
0: that's four. four. Okay. But yeah, yeah, he's. I mean, if he's a top twelve guy, he's a top twelve guy. Numbers don't lie. Yeah. Uh, Travis Etienne, just unbelievable. Twenty eight for one hundred nine and two. You can pretty much expect a top ten finish every single week, regardless of the matchup going forward. I know. I. I'm trying to
1: like do a three for one trade to get Travis, but it's it's just so far too late now that it is. It's it, it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, in our dynasty league, uh, it was or weeks three, four, five. It was early on my our buddy nick that we're in the league and he was trying to ship me travis Etienne. i don't i don't know i wish i would have taken it what were you what was he trying to get from you i don't know i'd have to go back at the reader mm-hmm. seats and look i'll bring it i'll try and find it and bring it for tomorrow's dynasty okay. episode, but but man, yeah 28 was... for
1: 109 and two and then um you know two targets but 17 yards so not not great from what we expect him in the air but don't complain
0: uh, and then we'll talk about a, a big boom guy, Christian Kirk, eight for 76 and one touchdown on nine targets. Big bus guy and in Evan Ingram, one catch on eight yards, only two targets. So that was disappointing to see.
1: Was I three for four
0: on my wide receivers sit, start and sit? Who would you put in? I forget.
1: I know. Kirk as a start. Who was my other start, though? At, oh. No, I'm blanking. But I said to sit Claypool and sit Wilson. So I was wrong with Wilson. Man, I'm blanking on my because I, I had said I had said was it Palmer? Palmer is not going to be in this because he should oh. automatically be a start. Oh,
0: okay. Let me. I don't know. We'll go back and look while I touch on uh, Yeah, you do
1: that because I'm game. looking right now.
0: Or the first three o'clock game. We got the Seahawks. Do two and zero this year against the Cardinals, thirty-one to twenty-one uh Gino Smith this is he put up another uh 20 fantasy points I feel like that's what he's gonna do most weeks two touchdowns he did throw the pick uh but Ken Walker 26 for 109 yards another two touchdowns from his I feel like from his first snap to his last snap the dude just he doesn't look like he gets tired out there Ken Walker is just insane yeah it he's he's good (laughs) Yep, he's good Uh, There's really nothing else to say. Receivers, no fans at a 51-yard. Red zone must have missed that. I must have missed that. No no fan at a 51-yard catch. Uh, 5-for-96 on the day. Uh, Lockett and Metcalf also had five catches. Both found the end zone. Both are great plays every week.
1: Yeah, everyone was nervous about DK going in the fourth round. And Lockett was obviously more of the steal going in rounds 8 and 9. But both are... I still say Lockett is obviously having a better season. Let me actually verify that. Um, but both are looking like the trust guys that you can play every single week. Uh, Lockett is the wide receiver ten half point right now, and DK's wow. nineteen. Wow,
0: that's wild. Uh, other side of the ball, Kyler Murray he has three top ten finishes in a row, which which is nice to see from him. That's why you drafted him to be. Uh, two touchdowns through the air didn't get in the end zone on the ground but put up 60 rushing yards James Con we we told you to sit every if Connor was active it wasn't gonna be a pretty game from from anybody and it wasn't uh, seven carries on the ground forty five yards for Connor you know went four carries 12 yards so
1: yeah I think with Connor moving forward it's nice to see him getting involved in, in the passing game with five catches um so I think going moving forward with Connor uh, I think he could. I think he's kind of back to being in your lineup. Uh, They do have the Rams and the Niners next week, though, which suck. Um, But if you look ahead, they have the Chargers in three weeks, and then a bye. So, I think, I don't know. Like their rest of the schedule, they have tough, tough, and then an easy, hard, hard, easy. Like I think after that Chargers game, he should boom. I think you try and trade him, kind of right before teams and are ending. Uh, trade weeks. I, I was going to say, you
0: got every bye week or uh, trade deadline is different. So look to see when yours is. Uh, and then Rondale Moore, 8 for 69, didn't get in the end zone, but you were happy if you played them. Zach Ertz, 5 for 40 and score. Hopkins saved his day with a touchdown, 4 for 36, only five targets, which is wild, but it is what it is. Yeah, um, Hopkins is currently, um, I think he's averaging
1: 22 <laughs> points per game and a full point. And he is currently while missing six games. He is the wide receiver fifty-three, which doesn't sound great by any means, but wide receiver 10, 2, and twenty finish. And he's eighteen point three points per game and half point. If you would look at where he would be on a point game basis, he would be right around the top five for wide receivers.
0: Yeah, four. Yeah, he's an every week starter. He still could find his way into the top twenty four after missing seven weeks.
1: He really could.
0: Uh <laughs> ugly ugly game Bucks 16 Rams 13 both these quarterbacks Stafford and Brady Brady had 56 pa- or 58 pass attempts both struggled both are pretty bad starts every week at this point yeah I I i I'm,
1: the but all Bucks Rams Packers are all the same to me like they they're all the same they can't do they have one huge weakness on offense But Bucks and Rams can't run, Packers can't throw. Their quarterbacks are supposed to be elite, aren't being elite, and their defenses are good.
0: Right. right. Stafford's a QB 24 on the year, hasn't missed a game. He has 102 total fantasy points. That's worse than Carson Wentz, who's missed three games. Russell Wilson, Jacoby Brissett, Derek Carr. It's just insane how bad of a year Matthew Stafford's having so far.
1: Yeah, Brady is currently the QB 13, Rogers the QB 15. Um, yeah, it's – and I'm really not seeing how they're going to turn it around. Like, they – the only person that can is Tom Brady. It's just because of the weapons. Um, but, I mean, yeah, Stafford obviously has Cooper Cup, but that's it. That is it. Brady at least has two guys to throw the ball to. Right and a running back who can catch dump-offs and do something with it. But, yeah, I don't know what's going to – I
0: don't. I think Rams and Packers are both missing the playoffs. I could see it. Uh, for how bad Stafford is, Cooper Cuff's been that amazing again, A for 127 and 1. Other than that, everybody else busted. Robin, A-Rob, 3 for 24. These running backs, Henderson, 12 for 56. I'm not playing anybody going forward in this backfield. Or in the passing game, Tyler Higby included. What I've, has
1: happened with Higby? Like what, yeah. what
0: is their thought process? Like, I'm going to his uh, games
1: right now. Uh, but, so, again, Rams are 3-5, and five, right? Let's go. I got, Jack has him really quick. Let's go to Higby. All right. So, his game log. Tied in 15 week one with 11 targets. Tied in 5 with 9 targets. 14, 4, and 8. And then the last three games, tight end 50, tight end 34, and he literally got zero fantasy points, so he'll be a tight end 60. Like, I don't understand how it can go from night and day when you were winning, getting
0: him the ball. Right. Yeah, I don't understand it either. I feel bad that uh, I told people to start him this week. I thought it was going to be different. I thought it was going to be a higher-scoring matchup. He was going to be involved, but I guess not.
1: I do think, so they do play the Cardinals. If you have the cojones to do it, the Cardinals are like the worst defense against tight ends. The worst. So if you want, <laughs> I know it's tough after he just gave you a goose, but if you're able to do it, I think he's going to be a good start. He's probably going to be my drafting lineup because he's probably going to be cheap. Um, but he, for me, is going to be in my lineup for any any lineup I have with him, he should be in it.
0: Uh, other side of the ball, Rashad White, eight carries to Leonard Fournette's nine, but Fournette got uh, five catches for 41 yards. He came out and said he was uh, pretty disappointed in his usage this week.
1: Well, when you're averaging two yards a carry, you shouldn't even be out there. Right. And you're so. 28 years old? No, give me the young rookie.
0: Yeah, he was uh, he's still on the field 62% of snaps. Uh, but the pass catchers, Kate Otten was the only pass catcher that got in the end zone for uh, scotty miller seven for 53 mike evans five for 40 godwin seven for 36 so nothing really changes in this passing game going forward you still play godwin you still play evans and that's it
1: yeah yeah really. scotty miller he got his probably 30 yards on the last drive um he was able to get two catches for i think it's said 30 40 yards maybe so it's not like he was dominant the whole game so yeah you're not playing him
0: uh, we got two more matchups. We got the Sunday night game: Chiefs twenty, Titans seventeen. A lot closer than the than Vegas thought. The Chiefs were coming in as a thirteen point favorite, but uh, I'm assuming they were looking at Malik Willis. He didn't complete one pass to a receiver. Five. Well, it's hard to do when you only complete five and shoulder. <laughs> right. Uh, Derrick Henry seventeen for one fifteen and two on the ground. I'm assuming the game plan was literally just to do what they did, and they almost won the game. I don't know. I don't understand how he lines 17 carries.
1: Like, just give him 25. Right. Like, you, you can't... He averaged 7 yards a carry. That's not heard of in the NFL for every single game. No. Just give him the damn ball.
0: Uh, no pass catchers of note to talk about. So Mahomes, 446 yards, and he only had one passing touchdown. That's, that's <laughs> What's more wild, Willis's stat line or Mahomes' stat line? Uh, I think <laughs> Six for um, 63 and one on the ground to go along with 400. He had over 500 total yards this game. and am going to go with, I think Willis is to
1: complete only five passes in a game and none of the receivers. I think that is more unheard of than <laughs> Mahomes is somehow only getting one touchdown. Yeah. Mahomes was the QB two on the
0: week because and he only had one touchdown or two total because he ran for one. Right. Uh, but Clyde, awful. He's borderline droppable at this point. 17% of snaps this week. He has Four finishes outside the top 30. Woof. I
1: hope you listen to us.
0: (laughs) Woof. Uh, Kelsey, 10 for 106. Didn't get in the end zone. Juju, 10 for 88. Didn't get in the end zone. Mecole Hardman, 6 for 79 and a score.
1: Yeah, Uh, and it wasn't a game that they were losing and they had to throw the ball 68 times. They just physically can't run it. So they, they just throw it. And I think Juju, Juju is getting up to a wide receiver two now. I don't I don't think you have to be worried about him moving forward. Um, I really do think he is not no longer a flex. He is currently the wide receiver 22 and a half point PPR. His last three games, wide receiver seven, four, 15. They got Jacksonville and Chargers coming up. Uh, those are two matchups I love for him. He's in your lineup and you expect
0: him to finish as a top 15 wide receiver. I would completely agree. I was wrong on Juju coming into this year, so kind of sad I don't have any shares of him.
1: I, I I went back and forth, and then it was just, you know, it was a seventh-round pick, and, you know, there were guys, you know, Mooney was going in the seventh. You know, he looks more consistent than what Juju did. Like, it, it was Devonta Smith was kind of around there. Like, okay, we've seen Devonta do it in this offense. So definitely understood why people were scared,
0: but people who weren't, kudos. Uh, and then the Monday night game close, scores closer than there was 27 to 13 Ravens over the saints. Uh, yeah, Lamar, Another boring game. It, it really was Uh Lamar 11 for 82 on the ground. I feel like if he's going to stay a top 10 quarterback fantasy relevant, he's going to have to do it with his legs just because they don't have anybody in the passing game. We besides Mark Andrews, but Andrews was out this game. He really struggled to find anybody to throw the ball to
1: yeah, he the leading receiver was twenty four yards, and that came on one pass attempt to Isaiah Likely for the touchdown. Like, right, that was it. No one else had thirty yards.
0: Yeah, Kenny and Drake, though. Kenny twenty four for ninety three and two. It still scares me though because Gus Edwards is coming back. I don't, I, right. It, I but, still don't know what to do with this backfield.
1: Yeah, they are on bye week, so and then they have Carolina next week, which is a juicy matchup. But it's scary when you do have two guys. Um, you really don't know what they're going to do. So if if Gus is out, Kenyon's a great play.
0: Right. And vice versa. Yeah. Uh, Other side of the ball, Alvin Kamara had an off night, nine carries, 30 yards. I needed him to get less than 15 fantasy points last night to win my matchup, and he did. You are the luckiest fantasy player of the year. He's only scored under 15 fantasy points in two games this year, and he did it for a third time. Yeah, he was
1: three for 32 in the air. I mean, it, it was just a game they couldn't get anything going. Right. We talked about it on, I believe, I believe Friday. The Ravens' defense has flipped the script on what they were the first three weeks, and one of those games was a huge outlier. Since then, their defense has been stopping guys, stopping teams. So
0: um, just keep watching that. And then Olave, six for 71. Again, always in your lineup. He's, he almost had double-digit targets again. He didn't get in the end zone, but 13 PPR fantasy points. It's fine with me. And Jawan Johnson, the tight end, had a – you could call it garbage garbage time touchdown to save his day. But other than that, not much happening over there.
1: Like, why? Just give it to Olave or Kamara. Like, right? was better and so much more relevant.
0: I feel like he – Dalton could have easily given Kamara 10 targets, and he only got four. I I don't know. I just feel like they weren't utilizing their best players and – it was over before, you know, you knew it. it, just, it I don't know what's definitely...
1: gross to think about. What? DeLon Johnson, can you guess where he ranks in
0: half-point PPR for tight ends? Well, you said gross, so I'm going to guess tight end 10. Not that gross. 16. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he had a game with literally
1: zero points. Jesus. What about Isaiah Likely? Uh,
0: where's It's on the year? Yep. Give me his fantasy finish for this week cuz I know he had 9 one. and half point 9. And I know he had a top top finish one other game so I think he had two al- last week. So he's only had two good games. I'm going to guess tight end 12.
1: 24. Oh Jesus.
0: Okay, but okay. 0. 0.6. 10142169,
1: right. right? And you want to know where Kyle Pitts is? Oh no. <laughs>
0: Please don't say less than 24. 18. (laughs) (laughs) But he's worse than Jawan Johnson. Yeah, I mean, it's tough when you have a quarterback that throws the ball 10 times a game. Yeah. So, all right. Everyone's favorite episode next or tomorrow. That'll do it for this episode. Follow us on TikTok, at the Kneel Down, Twitter, at the Kneel Down Pod. Thank you to uh, our new
1: followers on TikTok. We're posting more. Um, I think we doubled our followers in three days.
0: On Twitter, you mean? Yeah, yeah, Twitter. Oh. Yeah. So if you got a Twitter, I know it's not super popular with the boomers or whatnot, but <laughs> if you if you got got a Twitter, go follow us. All right. We'll see you tomorrow for Dynasty Wednesday. See ya.